It's Patrick. I gotta be real about something. What? I I just turned my AC on for the first time this calendar. Oh. Yeah. I'm I'm like sweating right now. Is something wrong with me? I've had no choice but to do that since January. Really? And before, and I'll tell you why. But first, I have to say, you do keep hopping over our little intro, and it puts me in this impossible position where I'm like, do oh, I say I'm, this wait, is you're treatment? Right. No, you look at me. You it are. It just right? puts me in a really hard position. It's totally unfair, and I want to like just really apologize to you for that. It's so unfair to me, and like you know, <laughs> I never do that ever, ever, ever. And so, more than anything, it's just like. Yeah. Hurtful. Well, let me say this. It's honestly so nice to hear you say that because I never thought of it that way. But now if I'm like, oh, if I was in your position, I would be totally like totally upset. So it makes perfect sense why you feel that way. And thank you for letting me know. Well, thank you for saying that. Of course. That does mean a lot. Thank you for saying that. And before we dive back, can you can you hear me okay? Because mm-hmm. my AC is a bit loud. Allison, oh, yeah, by the way, Allison's hair it. looks very beautiful today. <laughs> thank you. As per usual. As, no, is it special? Usual. No, I I did leave the house and I went to Walgreens. Oh, did she it special for what? She oh, she went to Walgreens. Kind of a riff on the sh- he went to Jared, but make it girl. Yeah, that's my kind of sketch parody. It's that's about so a girl funny. who goes to Walgreens, but she's <laughs> so excited that it's almost as though she's gone to Jared the ring, st- Jared the famous ring store, Jared the famous gem store. I just got emailed a deadline article. It says you've just been hired to write for SNL. <laughs> that's S- how they tell you. They, yeah, they, they told me first. They say your yeah. friend has been hired to write for our show. Uh, please <laughs> let your friend you- know. But it's in the form of a deadline article. It's a public offer. Wow. Um, now, wait, you know, so my experience is my two downstairs neighbors who, yes, are Canadian and they are a straight couple. And okay. yes, their brother kind of lives with them. It isn't clear. But one time, yes, the brother did get my number and text me at two o'clock. Oh, oh my God. Very mean text message because I was, say it with me, watching Emily in Paris too loud. <laughs> and so, um, Anyways, they leave the heat on so much. Like, it's so hot that we've literally had to have... And it, for some reason, we're the only two people in this building. And, like, for some reason, the heat is, like, we share it. We mm-hmm. share the control. And they have to have it at, like, 80 degrees. Um, So we have to always, like, have the air conditioning on or a window open or something. That's a lot of pressure on you. And I just want to say, like, I'm sorry. Yeah, thank you. It's okay. Well, it's just like I love the cold and I treasure the cold and I treasure the I feeling treasure of being cold. I treasure the cold too. I treasure it in my little chest, my treasure so for chest. That be, for that to be like, taken from me is so hard. Can I tell you what I'm experiencing that's making me be a certain way? What? Okay, so last night I got dinner with my gorgeous friend from Houston. From high, we went to high school together. And she um, just got a puppy and it was absolute heaven. We had dinner. I had a dinner with a gorgeous puppy in my lap. And then she came over and I was sitting with the puppy on my chest. We were watching TV. And then I look down and I'm covered in hives. My face is bright red. I, so I always grow up allergic to cats. But recently now, I guess because I'm not used to being around dogs. Recently, sometimes dogs gives me gives me hives. So what I was really your ex, your ex dog. 
But yeah, my dogs didn't bother. You know, whenever I go home, I sometimes get hives. But growing up, they never bothered me. But now, anyways, so after that experience, I said, well, I better get to bed. And so I popped a Benadryl um, mm. because of my hives. But now I'm yeah. like, obviously, fully asleep right now. It's one o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, you know what's really starting to affect my life and my relationships? Hmm. Criminal fucking minds. I can't stop. <laughs> I can't stop watching it. I watch it every second of every so day. So what about it is good? Um, everyone's like the same. Everyone's like pretty hot in it. Um, so that's really cool. And you know that I'm intrigued by the phenomenon of serial killers. Of course. So that's pretty cool. And then it's just like, I don't know. It's just like such easy viewing. You don't really, even though you like, for some reason, don't really have to pay attention ever. Um, which is like what I need from a TV show. <laughs> and, um, there's, even though it's about like serial killers, it, it's intensely comforting in a way that I, I can't explain why. Is it, so is it law and order style and that they like, start and yeah. end a story and then it's different every time yeah yeah what's that called matters. procedural um yeah that's called procedural and that and you find procedural comforting i guess because i have found one other comforting i'm sorry i'm taking my um okay. my crazy pills as i like call my <laughs> antidepressants <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what that's what we call them in 2021 crazy pills <laughs> crazy pills <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i never thought i'd be a woman who's who's actually i i did think this but I, i'm finally i've reached my final form of w- woman whose medicine cabinet is littered with little orange pill boxes and she's always like ah, what how can i get through today and i look at what i have and i say okay and my voice is my voice i is know rare. what you have because i still even though i'm um you know in recovery i still when i'm in someone's bathroom do need to know like everything yeah. they're on and like if if things were differently what i would be able to steal for fun and <laughs> so i know what you have what would you take you, from me um I, I last time i was in there you have quite a bit of xanax i do have a hefty hefty chunky grass-fed organic bottle of xanax it's uh, as an addict that's exciting because you're like oh i could take some of these no one would ever notice oh that's fun. and then before I've, I've noticed little adderalls in your apartment but like only like five milligrams you only really have yeah which and would also be frustrating for me so those adderalls are my ex-boyfriends and they're really old that's okay okay do they still work if they're old i'm sure they do something okay what is five not a lot what's a lot um, I, I mean, when I was uh, in my kind of glory days, as they yeah. call them, um, I would do, I was, I, I have had like over 300 milligrams in a 24 hour period. That's insane. And I was always Googling like 300, I was always like Googling like 300 milligrams of Adderall in 24 hours. And then I was like trying to figure out when I started taking it and not like, cause you know what, I would just keep re-upping and I was like, okay, if I wait one more hour and I'm outside that 24 hour window, so then I'll take like another 30 or something and see how that goes. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it worked out really well for me. Um, I ended up <laughs> actually being the star of my own TV show. And I'm really happy that everything happened the way it did. And it was only when fame came into play that shit got a little crazy. Yeah, only when fame came into play is when finally I was surrounded by people afraid to tell me no. You know, it was so fun. What? That I got to see you in person. I know that was very nice. I had it was the most medicine. Wonderful. I have to give a shout out. I had the most wonderful coffee date with a family friend, Mary Good, who's a big fan of the pod. Shout out to Mary. Yeah. I adored meeting her as well. Yes, and she just moved to the city, so it was so nice to kind of see the city through those fresh eyes. Yeah, Even though she's gone to be... Fordham, so she's right. So not so fresh. Her eyes are medium fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But shout totally. out to Mary and those medium fresh eyes. 
And exactly. we just, yeah, she had really good vibe. Wait, I should have a missed call. Please be, oh, spam risk. <laughs> My oh, ex. spam risk. <laughs> I've been getting so many. Does anyone know I'm going to put out a whole big thing? I'm going to put out a whole big announcement to our entire community of 30. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say, does anyone know what twinklefun.net is? Because it is no. a website that tries to take thirty nine ninety nine from me like every couple months. That's scary. So the first time it happened, my bank was like, hey, like they sent me an email. A robot at my bank sends me an email. And he's like, couldn't help but notice something called twinklefun.net <laughs> is taking $40 from you. Like, is that cool? And I was like, oh, no, like, don't give them that. And then they're like, okay, so we shut down all your cards and you can't get a new. I, and it's like, and then like the, um, I basically like, to get a new card was like I would have paid forty dollars to have one sooner. So I was like, oh my god, I should have just let TwinkleFun.net like keep the money. So now I have a new card, but TwinkleFun.net like found me again, and <laughs> they've taken forty dollars again. But I'm afraid to t- I-, I have let them because I don't feel like it's worth it to shut down my card. Well, if you or someone well, you know has been affected by TwinkleFun.net, um, let's work together to take them down. I'm scared, but what happens when you go to TwinkleFun.net? I think I've Googled twinklefun.net and it was like, this is a scam. Mm, okay, sounds like a scam. I have been being extra scammed lately and I wonder if it's like all the scammers are so bored from COVID that they're doing extra scams. Oh my God, everyone needs COVID to end. I know, especially the scammers. Especially the scammers. If you have a scammer out. in your life, like, please help them get the vaccine. Oh my I'm, I'm going to Google right now twinklefun.net. I think it's twinkle-fun. I mean, it sounds like an incredible website, to be honest. It sounds definitely fun. I mean, it sounds almost gay porny because it's twink adjacent. Yeah, twinkle fun. Anything can be porny if you think about it. Yeah. Which is so beautiful. Did I tell you on the pod that I'm back on Weight Watchers? You told me in person that you were back on Weight Watchers. I don't believe in Weight Watchers. Yeah, I know that. No, and I immediately told my OCD therapist and she was like, okay, well, diets are um, life ruining and they do not work but if you want to do that can you kind of explain to me kind of what is going on in your dumb little brain you fucking stupid bitch <laughs> and I was like yeah I guess I just like needed something to live to cling to yeah, yeah, yeah. a little structure I guess but um, it's really easy to overgo your points is what I'll say <laughs> my mom um, swears by Weight Watchers yeah mom's like Moms love to swear about it. But you know what's hard about Weight Watchers is wait, and this is the last thing I'll say about I know first of all, disclaimer, I know dieting's bad. I know I'm bad. I'm stupid. I should love my body. But it's hard to do that sometimes, especially when you've gained twenty five pounds. Not that that's good or bad. Once again, I am neutral about that experience. <laughs> I it's okay that my jeans don't fit. I will wear stretchies till I perish but just as a side note what's hard about weight watchers and that being said i will accept a sponsorship deal from them (laughs) even though what's hard about them is that they don't support avocado and they don't support nuts and those are two of my fave like healthy foods yeah avocados have a famously healthy fat yeah well it's not that they don't support it but it's just like if you're gonna have an avocado they're not gonna have a lot of room for the rest of the day i look I have eye makeup under my eyes. I look like I got beat up. I look 100 years old. No, you don't. It's the Benadryl. You know what I watched? What? The new HBO Max documentary about QAnon. Oh, should I watch that? Since, it was yeah. fascinating. Because I don't really, I never really, well, I still don't, I still fully do not understand what it is. But the internet is a sick, sick place. Yeah. You know, I, I saw that, um. We who we should we should have had the um, powder friend Spike. I saw that Spike Absolutely. tweeted that 
what did uh, about wanting a um a landline land yes and i and said that you responded yes and i was like that's what our generation needs is like i feel like we will be the generation if not us gen z or maybe we'll actually finally work together with gen z to do yeah. away with tech which by the way yes there was recently in my life a criminal minds episode um for everyone else's life it did air in 2007 where there was a bomber attacking places that quote unquote use tech oh. and so um we so will that's like be that. oh my god our guest just popped oh. in Oh my God. G- guys, get your ears open for our incredible get your guest. Ears open. She's here live from Los Angeles, California, where she really? I, I lives. I'm actually in New York. I'm actually in New York. Okay. Uh, wait, do you live in New York? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Okay. You're mad <laughs> at me. Okay. Like, I've never been to <laughs> she's, Los Angeles. She's here live from wherever computers, wherever her computer is. Put your ears open for the hilarious, the gorgeous, the fabulous Jamie Lee. Hi. Hi, Hello. Jamie Lee. Oh my God. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, How are you guys? Well, I have to be honest with you, Jamie Lee. It, what happened was that I took a Benadryl last night because oh. I broke out in hives after touching my friend's dog randomly. And so I'm sleepwalking, but in oh. a fun way. Okay. Do you but feel you, like loopy? You know what I mean? I have like, there's a heaviness. There's a heaviness <laughs> okay. to my face. Okay. Okay. Anyways, back to, uh, back to the basics. Back to Jamie, the basics how are once. you? For once, um, I'm doing well. I'm yeah. I'm in New York right now. I'm actually separated, which is why I'm here. So that's been oh. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm one of those like quarantine people who called it quits. Oh my so. god! Oh my god! This is exciting. Do you feel comfortable talking about it with us on the pod? I do. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I do. What if I was like, no, we're stopping there. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I no, I do. I I just am like, it's weird when because um, I think everyone thinks I'm in LA, and then I'm like, I mean, everyone being the people who i know <laughs> um mm. and then and then i'm like oh no i'm actually in new york and that's kind of the reason for it so oh my god so let's get let's start from the beginning okay i'm sitting on the floor now okay great so you were i kind of famously thought of you yeah you were married yeah i feel like i yes and i think that how did you decide to get married um i think i got married because i mean this is like maybe sounds a little like jaded and harsh but i do think that ultimately looking back i got married because i just thought i needed to like yeah Mm -hmm. i felt like i was in a relationship for five years and i was in my early 30s and i was just like i think that's when you're supposed to do this and it feels so lame (laughs) to say that out loud because it's like we're already in such an unconventional lifestyle with our profession. So it's like, why am I so fucking like basic in that way? I'm not really clear on. Yeah. But I do think that's like, perhaps the it's only happened. reason so we, anyone's we ever all think married. that no one's yeah. married for any reason other than it's like i guess i should be supposed to Thank do you if you're in your early that, 30s that's how i feel too yeah. <laughs> yeah i've never met someone who's like i'm getting married because i earnestly just i'm obsessed <laughs> need with to be legally bound yeah i need, need to, to be like, bound share. let's get the government banking. involved yeah I, I actually cannot be happy for one more second of my life unless i have a joint banking with this person <laughs> <laughs> this is so apt because yeah as as I'm famously about to turn 30, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I'm Little Miss Ring, 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 Ring proposed to me. And I'm like, why is this happening to my brain? And it's because of what you mentioned, the disease our culture has, thinking that if you're 30 in a relationship, you're mayor. Yes, it's fully a disease. Um, and it's also so crazy to like, you're, like, I had the moments of like, oh, I'm having those thoughts that everyone like mm. those like very typical thoughts like i was aware of that yeah, and i still totally. was like but i need to like it's it is kind of strange and sad at the time <laughs> at the time did you have any did you have doubts at the time or were you like this is I just did. 
Oh wow! Wait. Also, if if any of this, yeah. if at any point you're like, I don't want to say that, just say no. Oh no, no, okay. I'm okay. I mean, I definitely did, and I think some of that for me, I, I my parents have kind of a, uh, yeah, their their marriage I wouldn't say is like a classically great one. They are still together, but they worked together for a really long time, and I think that that kind of like took a toll mm. on the romance. Um, and so I think I kind of grew up just being like, ugh, like marriage is so weird so I think my doubts not only would come from the relationship I was in but also just being like what is marriage and why is everyone doing this and what is it actually supposed to look like when it's healthy yeah marriage is something that like really fills no need in terms of like if you weren't married like if if some random person like a million trillion years ago didn't like get bored and invent marriage then we never had a like you wouldn't be sitting around being like i wish i feel like i'm missing something i wish that like there was something that i could do to like bind myself to someone legally like there's no it's just like someone invented it and now it's like so ingrained you know what i mean yes it definitely is we used to joke that we needed marriage so that we wouldn't like we needed to be bound so they wouldn't run away that like is to true. fly oh okay okay that is true you know i do think i, I oh i actually do want to get married but only because I'm supposed to and only be, even though I'm not even supposed to because I'm gay and <laughs> what I would otherwise say is wait that what <laughs> my boyfriend's sister is getting married in the fall so that's um so I'm going to a wedding at that point uh-huh that's, that's what that's my friend all, wanted to share with you <laughs> no actually I love I love that you're mentioning this other person getting married because I actually had a feeling when I was at my own wedding I had the conscious thought of oh i've been to weddings before like they make you think that it's your own wedding that's gonna oh. be this like next level like otherworldly experience and you're like no you're actually just at a wedding like yes <laughs> there is a level of attention that's being paid to you and like but you do have that moment where you're like oh we're doing like the thing where we sit down because the food's being served like there were <laughs> yeah. moments like that oh where i just like i'm at a wedding i'm just it happens to be my own but it's still something i've done before it's familiar and don't you always feel like as like as a performer, like you're you're used to being like the center of attention sometimes. And so a wedding does I feel like most people who aren't, they're like they're longing for this like my day as the bride, but I'm like, I'm the bride every day. Yes. I think that's a, <laughs> a very I think that's very, very true. And actually, because of that, some of the wedding attention is actually kind of uncomfortable because it's not mm-hmm. it's like at least with the attention we get with like comedy, I feel like we've asked for it but then yeah. with weddings it's like you just have people kind of like coming up to you and like assaulting you with compliments <laughs> yeah. and this oh. way where you're like I don't know I feel like when you're on stage like there's a boundary there but then right. this is very like just constant like yeah. bombardment yeah Be- because of that, I think I'm talking about this in the podcast I have a disease where I get frightened by like the way bride like you could see someone every single day of their life and then when you see them when they're the bride there's a certain like <laughs> hollowness like it feels like black mirror and it's like are you it's knock 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 are you in there my friend who i used to know where where is she like what who is this person who stands before me who's like thank you for coming oh my god you, you can't get you can't sense that they're there still inside <laughs> it's so You're true like, is there a brain behind the spray tan <laughs> yeah well yeah out. i don't i don't know why it's like do brides request to have like the craziest makeup ever like they look they all look completely insane no, I mean, God, I remember just doing a cursory 
like Pinterest search of just like bridal hairdos when I was getting married just to be like, <laughs> let's just like see what that means. And it was like, it just returned these images of just these like psychotic, like fishtail braid <laughs> updos with like little like gross tendrils with like baby's Tendril. breath. Like it was fucking psychotic. I, I like, turn around and I have it. <laughs> guys what do you think um wait can i ask you for your cocktail hour did you do pastor um stations or both oh, man <laughs> i can't remember i think it was both cool that's i think the way to go okay okay what are your feelings on that i well when it's stations i just feel like the lines do get get so too long, the lines are crazy and you have to make that's such true. conscious decisions of like um because it's always like they're always categorized so it's kind of like asian fusion and then like there's like a pizza mm -hmm. space and then there's like a big thing of mac and cheese and, and you're like what are we doing and then there's a the famous 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 um thing of a man like uh like a chef <laughs> cutting meat for everyone like and it's like you go as a cop <laughs> oh, yeah, hour, the, you go with yeah, a plate prime rib palm yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but with and why do they shine that they shine that bright 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 <laughs> light on the meat yeah, yeah the red light take that light off the meat it's not fair it isn't right it isn't yeah. right well it's just like for me it's like for me if i'm having meat i don't necessarily want it at like a cocktail hour where i'm like standing with a plate of meat like i want to sit down with my meat that Though you know, yeah, you meat is not a grab and go. No, it really is not. No, you know, last night I went for drinks with a friend, and and um, as our appetizer at this like really nice place, we got the beef jerky on the menu, and I was like, this is actually my heaven. Wow. Oh. Anyways, wait. What was I gonna say? So, when did you get married? I got married in 2016. Oh wow. A lot's changed. A lot's changed. Yeah. This is gonna be great for your memoir. You know, it's so it's so crazy because like, I mean, you know, I have this wedding show coming out. I know. So let's get into it. Well, I mean, I, that wasn't me trying to segue. I just mean it's <laughs> so crazy to me that I have a wedding show coming out and it's like it's called The Wedding Coach. And then it's like, oh, I'm going to be <laughs> like a divorced wedding coach. Like, what the fuck is actually happening? Um, you know who you are? You know, who you're like you're like Patty Stanger. Don't tell like, my friends. Who's friend. Patty Stanger? She's oh, Patty I love Patty Stanger. Stanger. I love, I mean, Patty, yes. No, I, I adore Patty. In that she's oh, always like. Oh, you're right. She, is she divorced? No, she's she, not. She, I like her because she gives like, she is always giving good relationship advice, but then she's kind of in and out herself. <laughs> oh, she is, <laughs> she is for a long time had the same boyfriend and kind of there was always whenever, um, Whenever she didn't get along with a client, they would say, you're not even married, Patty. And then Patty's like, oh. excuse me, I have a long-term wife, blah, 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 blah. And um, so, but Patty is... But I'm Pat, not... I meant that as a compliment. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, because you I got know. mad at me. I didn't get mad at you. I, I didn't get mad at you. Um, now, wait, I have a question. Drama on the pod. Go ahead. Hey, go ahead, Pat. How long did you guys date before getting engaged? How long was the engagement? And do you think you'd ever get married again? Okay. Ooh, two loving these questions. And yeah, loving the part A, part B. Um, I th We were together for five years before we got oh, married. Wow. Um, That's a lot. That this is a lot. really long time. I had, I had, I definitely wrote a joke about it because it was, <laughs> a I started to go to weddings for people who had been together way less time than we had. And yeah, yeah. It, just, it just got a little awkward. Um, and then the second part is, strangely a hundred percent like not even a not even a thing of like oh m maybe not like yeah. i would i don't i strangely don't think marriage is the 
problem. I actually think marriage can really, really work. Um, and I really do believe in like, I don't know if I believe in the one, but I definitely believe in the few and yeah. I'm kind of a hopeless romantic. And I do think that if you do meet the one, I feel like I don't necessarily have the experience to back this up, but I do feel like when you know, you know, and I think that I'm like still in the, in the process of finding that. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's cool. I think it's so hot to be a young divorcee. Do you really? Like, Tell yes. me everything. I think it's like I it's, I was so insecure about well, it. Well, I feel like my a lot of my experience with young divorcees comes from The Bachelor. Like, there's always a couple people in the mix who like married. <laughs> and like last year, the last Bachelorette, Taisha, was a divorcee at like 26, uh, and she um and I, she bond like a couple other people in the cast were, and they like bonded over that. Well, for me, oh, when I think okay. young divorcee, I think like it's what it's. Everyone knows it's so hard to actually leave a relationship, especially when. So I just think like when someone's like, oh, yeah, I know how to take care of myself. Like I did what was right for me and I made this like intense decision. It just gives you this like power and you have this energy of like knowing yourself and not being afraid. Wait, not, that is. And not, oh, and not being God. needy. You know, like there's something so like I love my, hearing my biggest fear is seeming like needy and stuff. And so to be a young divorcee, it's like, oh, I didn't need like that wasn't serving me. I don't need that. Now I'm just like out on the town. Wow. Oh man. That that was like really good for me to hear. I I also <laughs> do think that, but that's definitely not where my mind goes. I have to like beat myself up before getting to those thoughts. So it was really nice to just have you say that. <laughs> well, also I feel like like literally you're gonna have probably so many friends who are like jealous. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean Is that bad is, to say? I feel like it's like No, they're gonna... no. I yeah, no, keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. Just that like you're gonna be like free and fun and they're going to be like am i unhappy like do i want that yeah i sorry, have a question a little bit yeah sorry it bleeped, yeah. bleeped me it was like, oh was it my fault was it my fault for drinking this Fucking Zoom. yeah it was because was you drank that schweppes because <laughs> no, i didn't know if my schweppes like became a sound you know and like i don't if, know when, when when schweppes becomes a sound i had this ex-boyfriend who was like he was always like there's actually like salt in schweppes and i'm like okay that's actually <laughs> see people like to say that okay this is people love to say there's salt actually in such water. an urban myth about there being salt in seltzer because this is my experience around it it's like every seltzer you go to you look at like the label and you're like <laughs> we're actually the one seltzer with no salt and it's like okay every seltzer is that so it's like where are the seltzers with salt you know what i mean at a certain point it's like just let me know when you have salt and i'll assume otherwise that sounds I think good. It's I also love just, it, it doesn't quench the same way. So I think people's minds mm-hmm. go to like, oh, there must be sodium in this. Totally. It's like, just because you're not quenched doesn't mean you can just make right. up lies about salt being in my drink. So true. I'm so glad we're it's talking so about unfair. being quenched. It's so unfair. Yeah. Do you guys feel, I actually was just thinking I don't feel quenched. Are y'all quenched? I actually am going to take a sip because we're talking about being quenched and I'm not currently quenched. Okay. Our guest is, is quenching herself. Every once in a while, I'll come across a person who knows like so much about like, quenching and being hydrated and i are you one of those people? i do like does seltzer count it's like does seltzer count for me no i i but i also <laughs> you know i gotta say i there, there are a few times that i feel like a complete outcast but there's something about the seltzer i have not jumped on board with seltzer like Lacroix, all of that like i'm just not there and i've tried so many times and i do like the taste it's just like not my go-to like it is for some like i definitely want to go no bubbles most of the time totally i want to go pretty bubbly and i like was never a seltzer person before the trend and then it was 
such a crazy communal experience that so yeah. many in this world had where it was like someone was like why not seltzer because seltzer has been on forever but no one cared about it and i think it was, was about like, the time you were getting married it was 2016 i remember i walked to the whole foods in williamsburg and i saw a whole wall of liqueur boxes and i thought something's happening today and it wasn't just your wedding it was the seltzer it was the beginning of seltzer it was it crazy is LaCroix, right like i always say lacroix because i feel like it's what you're supposed to say but it is what are you supposed what's better saying it the right way or just saying it the trend can we way? get a fact check i don't yeah i don't know how you say it I don't either. i'm really trying to like not not like acknowledge how i look right now i'm just trying to accept myself okay but now, um so but in so doing you're making us talk to the hands <laughs> which is one of the deepest insults she you can did ever put her hand up from the lens and we, <laughs> we really really saw the inner workings of her palm and all the veins and everything yeah. we gotta i need to do a palm reader future yeah, i actually am meeting with a healer later today i don't know Are you really i can't you know i because i was really depressed in like i guess over the summer and the fall i was seeing like tons of healers but now once you've seen a lot they all kind of they lose their luster so i'm this is kind of probably the last one i'll see for a bit do you like that stuff i did see a healer in la twice and i didn't like it enough to keep going um mm -hmm. but i did feel like if i had i probably would have cracked something it definitely wasn't like you go in one session and you're fixed yeah. it was like you have to commit to this and like right. give me a chance and i wasn't i didn't give her a chance is it emotional or like um physical healing yeah, the one that I went to, she made me like just lay down and like, like go into my brain and like kind of talk about what I was seeing. Mm, what sure. did yours do? I've had lots of different ones. Some are like they talk to you or they connect with some kind of like realm or try and read your aura. And then some are like, tell me what's going on with you. Like, how does that make you feel like almost therapy vibes? Yeah. This woman was like half therapy, then like half like I'm gonna do a procedure on you. <laughs> I like, like that. A I, mental procedure. She's like putting. She's like I'm counting down from ten, nine. She puts like a mask on you. You're like out. I had yeah. I had one that was like very <laughs> medical towards me, and like it was so funny because she was just like she would like touch my ankles and be like, whoa, yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> she's just like, you're stressed. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! You know those like random episodes of TV that you just like remember from when you were like fourteen. Okay, everyone's nodding vigorously. Everyone's yes. like, yes. yeah. Everyone's like, oh, yes, yeah. you can talk about it. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Say this. Everyone's like, they're right now. Catherine and Jamie are pointing at me like, say this, say this, say this. <laughs> um, I have that experience with this episode of oh god, I hope I remember it. It was the Olsen twins. I mean, you know what's so sad? I might have already talked about it in the podcast. <laughs> the Olsen twins like latest sitcom. So it was so a little time. So little time. One oh, of the Olsen... I remember that show. A storyline. It might have even been the A storyline of an episode was one of the Olsen twins got addicted to massage. Like, and she <laughs> couldn't stop getting massage. Like, and it was That's me. Because, like, the Olsen twins were, like, their fan base was, like, 16 now. Like, most of the show happened inside of a coffee house, which is where everyone... Mm -hmm. So there was, like, a massage person showed up at the coffee house and, like, set up a chair. And you could pay a dollar yeah. a minute. And one of the Olsons could not stop getting massage. And I was like, <laughs> I remember watching it and I'm like, this is such a good episode. Like, <laughs> and I remember being I like, have... I want to get massage at a coffee house one day when I grow up. 
I would definitely remember if you talked about that before because I love that so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Was it a chair massage? It was a chair massage. So uh-huh. her, I can see already the, the the kind of physical humor and watching her face like, like <laughs> yeah, oh, like through the pillow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in yes, it. Just yeah. Okay, like, <laughs> I'm literally a director. Yeah, 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 yeah. At my at my famous comedy college, my accredited institution where I teach comedy, one of them, a whole major is going to be like when you're getting like massage comedy yeah. where you, you the, the camera shows through the pillow like whole and where you're like, like oh it's like stars in my eyes i'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. so here's what's up my girl bosses whether you work for yourself or you're part of a team it's time to get creative make your online presence in your business stand out from the rest with issue First impressions are everything. And if you're looking to make an impact with your online content, honey, you need issue. The easiest way to make your creative ideas come to life and share everywhere you want to be seen. Okay, so um, if you're like me, then kind of PowerPoint culture is, say it with me, hard for you. Um, but Issue actually makes things like that easier because Issue is an all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines to flipbooks and brochures and more. And you don't have to get bogged down the impossible uh, thing that, that we as a community call Microsoft Suites. PDFs are outdated, baby. Issue makes content better. It also works seamlessly with tools you already use, like Canva, Dropbox, and InDesign. You can make it once and distribute it everywhere without reformatting. So your content is basically already optimized for engagement and ready to share. And Issue helps creators, marketers, designers, and anyone who wants to make content that stands out. So I mean, that's pretty incredible. I know I fall into that camp, and I wonder if you do too. And you, you little crazy listener, you can start using Issue for free. And they also offer premium features that give a more customized experience. So to get started with Issue today for free, or if you sign up for a premium account, you will get 50% off. That's half off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use the promo code seek treatment. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code seek treatment at checkout for a free account or 50% off your premium account. One more time for the girls in the back. That's I-S-S-U-U issue.com slash podcast promo code seek treatment. Oh my gosh, I have the most exciting news for y'all. I have just received my customized function of beauty shampoo and conditioner. I am so obsessed. I'm going to tell you about it right now. So as you know, we've all got goals. It's 2021. Be healthy, find work-life balance, improve our relationships. But have you thought about your hair goals? Friends don't let friends live with anything less than amazing hair. So think of me as your hot, cool friend who wants you to be happy and try Function of Beauty. So Function of Beauty is actually the world leader in customizable beauty, offering precise formulations for your hair-specific needs. So here's how you get started. And I just did this a few days ago. You take a quick but thorough quiz to tell them a little bit about your hair type and your hair goals, like lengthen, volumize, oil control. And I noticed recently that my hair doesn't grow because it breaks at the end because I love to straighten it like a seventh grade girl going to a bar mitzvah. And and because your hair changes with the season, you can change your hair goals before every shipment. So next, you choose your color and fragrance, or you can go fragrance and dye free. Then Functions team delivers the perfect blend of ingredients, bottles your formula, and delivers it right to you. And the best part is, I have to share, you can make your own name for it. 
So mine's called Function of Seek Treat. I need to send you a picture of the bottle. It's so cute. It's this little oh, green yeah. bottle. It says Seek Treat Shampoo. Oh, so yeah. basically, yeah. And every ingredient function of beauty uses is vegan and cruelty-free. And they'll never use sulfates or parabens. And you can also go completely silicone-free. So there are actually over... 54 trillion possible formulations, which is literally insane. And Function of Beauty Beauty has over 50,000 five-star reviews. And Function of Beauty offers completely personalized formulas for body and skincare as well. So you can customize your beauty routine from hair to toe. And so I ask you, I call you to never buy off the shelf and just be disappointed ever again. Go to functionofbeauty.com slash seek treatment to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. So if you want to be like me and have a cute customized seek treat shampoo, just go to functionofbeauty.com slash seek treatment to let them know we sent you and to get 20% off your order. That once again, that's functionofbeauty.com slash seek treatment. Um, okay, so wait, how, and not to, th- completely on topic, how, when did you know you wanted to break up? Um, man, if I'm, if I'm really, if I'm really saying it, I think that for me, it was like an ambivalence for a long time mm-hmm. of just mm-hmm. like, I think maybe I should. And then it was immediately undercut with like, what's wrong with you? Like mm-hmm. you're in a good relationship. And then. I would kind of like have these like yeah. civil, a civil war in my brain. And there is actually a book. I don't remember the name of it, but there was like some book from the seventies about that specific mm. thing that happens. And apparently it's very common. Just that waffling of like, I should leave. I should stay. I should leave. I should stay. And you basically can do it for years and years and years, which is what I did. And then um, during the quarantine, I started I saw a therapist on and off for a while. Um, and yeah. And then I started seeing her more consistently during the quarantine. And at one point she said something to me that kind of like shook me to my core. She was like, cause she never really gives opinions. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. kind of does that thing where she's like, yeah. you come to the conclusion. This yeah. is the one time she fully just weighed in and she was like, Jamie, you're getting sicker. And that like, Oh my God. Really, like rocked me. I was like, I just got Whoa. full body chills. Isn't that intense to have someone call you sick? Like, yeah, that is so interesting. Like, it is so interesting when, like, because, like, I feel like therapists will never like give you like a, an opinion. Like, when they do, it's always so like, okay, yes. you're obsessed with this issue. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, oh, she was driven to the point of needing to weigh in. <laughs> you know, wow. so that I think once that happened, it was it was just like a couple of months later where I was like okay now that I have it confirmed that I'm Hmm. starting to like lose myself that's that was like yeah and then after Thanksgiving I came to I just like bought a ticket to New York um because I think if I had stayed in Los Angeles where I was living I don't think I would I just would have kept going back and forth should I stay should I go so I was like I have to like break this pattern physically Mm -hmm. and just leave so I bought a one-way ticket to New York I stayed in this apartment that I've rented before um and I got to JFK at like 11 p.m on a Saturday night and I've never come to New York for any like I've always been here for either work or to see family I I didn't even tell anyone in my family that I was here so it's just this like really like I mean I'm not trying to like 
narrativize this into like, oh my God. And that was the moment. Like, I'm not trying to one woman show this, but it, <laughs> there, I did have those thoughts of like, oh, this is, the, this is yeah. the story. Like, this is, now I'm in it. I'm, I'm in it. I got off the plane. I have nowhere to go really. I have nothing to do. I'm not working right now. Like, it was just like, it, it was just one of those, those moments. Uh, yeah. And then the weather was like disgusting the next day. Mm. And it, yeah, and I actually had a, a moment again. I'm like totally one woman showing this. One woman <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, showing well, I'm this. locked. I'm so okay, locked in. Okay, well, I had one little moment the next day. So it was like the worst weather ever. Obviously, LA weather is very consistent and beautiful. And it was the worst weather ever. It was like sideways raining into my eyes. Um, like literally just like the rain was like slapping me in the face. Like you fucking loser. And then <laughs> I went into a Dwayne Reed to buy toothpaste. Soaking wet miserable and i was walking down the aisle alone and i had a moment they were playing some like sade song or something <laughs> and i had had a moment of like oh i'm really happy and it was like oh. the most mundane nothing moment and that's when i was like oh okay that was the right decision yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, incredible this is amazing i love okay. this my favorite <laughs> <laughs> i haven't told anyone this stuff so i'm like this is kind juicy. of vomiting this is it up to you this is so juicy. It's so inspiring. We also, now that you're in New York, we can hang out in real life. I would love that. I, yeah, I would absolutely love that. I don't know if you could tell by the striped wall, but I'm in um, a fully furnished, like, short-term rental. Yeah, uh, yeah. This, is, this is not my doing back here. <laughs> I didn't think you were um, doing those horizontal stripes. Yeah, no, I, I might be moving back to that apartment I was in when I first got here. Amazing. Um, yeah. Oh, my God, this is so exciting. And then, do you think you're going to stay in New York? I think I'm going to stay here until I like have to leave because I like it here so much more. That This is where you started doing comedy, right? Yeah. And like, I just like it better here. It's I like way being better. able to walk a lot and shop a lot. Yeah. But it does get sick. You do get sick of it when you've been here for so long. Like I I'm in a place where I'm a little bit sick of New York. Like, um, I don't like it here. I want to drive somewhere. I don't even know mm -hmm. that I need to go. I want to go to LA, but it's like that feeling when you don't want to be in New York or LA and it's like okay like is there anywhere <laughs> right. else question mark right right you're like Portland <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm like you guys would you want to do my show in Portland uh, <laughs> um, yes but no, I actually love that feeling you were talking about where it's like something like that like being in a rainy Dwayne Reed or something where like or like mm -hmm. that feeling like no one really knows where you are but you're like happy mm -hmm. or content or something or like um I don't know, I got such a visceral feeling when you were describing that, like, going to New York by yourself, like, no one else knew you were really there, and, like... I also love, yeah, I love that you said no one knowing where you are. That was 100% it. I'm like, if I was dead, no one would know. Like, Totally. Is, yeah, like, it really was that feeling, so, when yeah. I, Whenever anyone's, like, in a movie, like, if I died, they wouldn't find... No one would notice for five days. I'm like, that's incredible. <laughs> I'm envious of that. I had a similar moment... Like a few years ago, I found myself, I just moved into, I just broken up with someone, moved into my own apartment and I was on a Saturday night at Bed Bath & Beyond and that song from the iPod commercial, like, I'm a new soul played oh, and I was like, yeah, oh God, <laughs> sign me up. Get a new I was like, Saturday night in New York hour. City. Yes. I was like, pillow cases. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Wow, I would never know. I want to be clear. I would never normally wear a cap sleeve, but I'm trying to go to the gym after this. That's why I'm wearing this absolutely wretched blouse. <laughs> I like so that. I have one of those. I have one of those. They they are they are so they're, functional though. Like when you're at the gym, you're like, fuck gym. yeah, I'm glad I wore this. Definitely. Totally. Wait, um, 
Wait, Jamie, now I need to know everything about, like, how you got to um, this space. So, who are you? Who are you? Who do you want to be, essentially, is what I'm asking. Yes. Like, where did oh, God, you grow I up? Did this. you grow up in New? No, I didn't grow up in New. I grew up, I grew, <laughs> I grew up, I grew up in Dallas, Texas. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my, my God. Dad, my dad's, oh, yeah, no, we're both You know I'm Texas. Texas. Yes, I don't, yes, of course. You know what else I'll say is, Jamie, you were the last person I saw before quarantine because we did I that show in D.C. I was thinking that, yep. And... You, I remember being like, you were so nice to me. I, not, it's so, I think it's really is, it really is rare. It's sad, but it's rare when someone like, I feel like normally I'm on a show and I'm kind of nervous and shy if I haven't met the other people and they're like more established and more successful than me. But you were so friendly. I was like, I love that girl. And oh, then, I, yeah, I loved you immediately. And then it the was world like, ended. Truly, the second I met you, I was like, oh yeah, like that's a good It was hang. kindred. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, that was a lot. You're the last person I saw. I know. So I'm glad I was, to reconnect. I, I am too. And I was, yeah, I was thinking, remember when Sashir, Zameda went out on stage with a mask and everyone died laughing. Like it was at that <laughs> point of the oh pandemic where people were like, oh my God, LOL masks. Like oh my God. it was a oh bit God. like her wearing a mask was a bit like we oh were not used to people wearing them at that point. Y'all, you know, what's up today besides being the best freaking day ever is that my love for curtsy is going strong. I love curtsy because you're shopping from real people in your size and style. It's so easy to use and I found some amazing deals. So basically with the curtsy app, you get thrift store prices delivered to your door instead of sorting through thousands of items that aren't your style or size. I found Lululemon tops for $20 and Lululemon leggings for $40. Time to hit the gym or wherever. Outside even workout class vibes. This app has all my favorite brands like Nike, just do it. Urban Outfitters, get it. Princess Polly, what is that? Champion, Sporty, Free People, Peace Sign, and Levi's Classic, up to 70% orf. Selling clothes is actually such a pain in the ass, which is why my closet is always overflowing. But Curtsy has made the selling process so easy, literally anyone can do it. I never know how to price my items, but Curtsy suggests a price, which is helpful. And uh, if you don't have a printer, right, Pat? They'll mail you a shipping label for free, which I love. I have a printer now. Oh, cool. Well, I think yeah. the coolest part is that you can actually instantly cash out what you make on Curtsy to your debit card. So Curtsy's awesome. So if you guys want a sustainable way to get Brandy, Urban, Champion, and Lulu delivered directly to your door, download Curtsy today and enter promo code Seek Treatment for 15% off your first order. That's search Curtsy in the App Store, spelled C-U-R-T-S-Y, the kind of traditional way to spell Curtsy, and enter promo code Seek Treatment for 15% off your first order. Download the Curtsy app and enter promo code Seek Treatment. Hey guys, it's Kitty Cat Coco. Just because you've grown up, hey, doesn't mean you've outgrown bedtime stories. Whether you want a story to turn you on or wind you down for better sleep, Dipsy helps you get in touch with yourself for some extra sweet dreams. So I know what you're thinking. What is Dipsy? Well, calm down because I'm going to tell you. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. And each Dipsy story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios. So you feel like you're right there in the sexual situation. Find stories about an off-limits hookup with your professor or a costume party that takes things to the next level. Or maybe a story where your partner tells you exactly what to do, or you try a new toy together. And they release new stories every week because they are prolific queens. And so there's always more to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. 
And Dipsy also has wellness sessions to help you learn more about yourself and bedtime stories and soundscapes to help you relax before you drift off. And the craziest part is for listeners of the show, Seek Treatment, Dipsy's offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash seek treatment. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash seek treatment. Dipsystories.com slash seek treatment. I jerked off to a Dipsy story and I loved it. Go check it out. I I jerked off to a Dipsy story and I liked it. There's (laughs) Terry Collard Chapstack. I jerked off to a Dipsy story. Started me, started coming. Anyone else watch the Bee Gees stuff? So, Jamie, who were you? Who are you? Who do you want to be? Okay. Who I was, was uh, definitely sort of like the weirdo, artsy Jewish kid in Texas, surrounded by a lot of um, very religious Christian blonde girls. (laughs) Um, It me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had I had a feeling you could relate. Um, yeah, I especially when I like look back, I'm like, oh wow, that I don't think I ever felt I don't think I felt like, oh, I'm so different, <laughs> like as a white girl with brown hair. But like <laughs> you realize that you actually that's how homogenous it is where you grow up that you're like, oh that's that shouldn't be I shouldn't be the outsider, but I guess I am. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that's who I was. Um, what was the next one? Oh, who am I? Um, I am, uh, God, this one's hard. Oh, wait, how'd you start doing comedy? Okay, thanks for taking me out of it. Um, <laughs> I appreciate no, that. No, who are you? Who are you? <laughs> who are you? Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I start, wait, what, what was the question? When did I start doing How, comedy? like, how did oh, you how? start? Like, when were I, you like, well, give me the mic, but. Yeah, I was working at um, Comedy Central. It was my first job out of college. Oh, and no way. Yeah, I was in the press department. I didn't study PR at all in college. I just kind of fell into this job. And so my job there was actually just to watch a bunch of stand up because the people who were higher up in my department were handling like bigger shows like Daily Show and Colbert and South Park. So they kind of gave the stand up to the assistant because that was just like a lower priority in terms of press. There was just less of it for them. Um, Yeah. So I was just watching a bunch of stand up for my job and it kind of just like hit me because I had studied theater and writing in college. So I was like, oh, I think stand up like might be the answer to all of that. Like it kind of like it kind of encompasses everything I enjoy and uh yeah so i just kind of started doing it after work like i would go to open mics and stuff ah taylor's oldest time taylor's oldest time did you guys ever have it did you guys go to a bunch of open mics were you like no not really okay well i did for a while i did kind of before i met pat because i did like um ucb for so long right right and then i kind of crossed over so i just did like spots on other people just because i knew from the like comedy world already but that's like that to me is like the sickest way to go because then you have the confidence of like trusting your own brain and like knowing how to think on your feet and like later you can like work on bits. Like for me, I feel like I could have really benefited from that training maybe earlier. I, I do think it's helpful, but I all like grass is always greener. I'm always like, oh, people who like went that open mic route are so like, um, 
just so able to just like write jokes and like have jokes and not rely on like um i don't know like <laughs> like sound comedy sound like com- i think i do or, or so like, I'm like, just you know like, I mean? like that's literally my entire <laughs> shit <laughs> um so i can't be those people like i think you really cut your teeth when you're in like the open mic search you know i used to think so like i, I kind of wore it as a badge of honor being like god i did so you know from the second in the I trenches. Got at, yeah in the trenches like going up and there's no one in the audience and you're just like talking to the back wall but really i think that doing too many open mics actually kind of messed with me because i'm very comfortable bombing uh-huh. <laughs> and i do think it's because i got so used to it with open mics that i was like what it's just bombing and now i'm like i've been on shows where i'm like oh i'm bombing and it's because i am fine with that and i like have to check myself and be like jamie you have to learn how to care <laughs> Oh my God, uh, so yeah so i actually don't think i don't think doing a bunch of open mics is necessarily helpful and then when were you like i'm la oh um i was la when i got a job there i was writing on uh what was the job that took me there i was writing on the pete holmes show which was a show that was on for two seasons after conan um was that tbs, TBS? yeah it yeah, was yeah, tbs yeah so it's kind of fun it was like a late night show and um yeah it was just writing monologue jokes and it was writer's guild so i was like oh this pays pretty well <laughs> like incredible. i was just i was just kind of like excited to be getting paid but yeah, yeah. oh my god it's i would love to get paid i know it's really fun it is fun. <laughs> it's literally I been do, so long paid. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i am so passionate about that to this day i'm so that is my money. passion yeah uh, it's so is you your um uh husband in the biz like is it that kind of thing yeah he is he actually is like he did ucb and um he has a podcast and he, okay you're describing me right the second um, <laughs> you're her ex um but no yeah he uh yes he is in comedy and um i'm obviously desperate to know if i know him now but um, I bet you do. I have a feeling you might. Oh. Well, wait, can I ask you, are you guys yeah. on good terms or is it awkward? Yes. No, it's not awkward. And um, he actually worked on my show. Um, oh, great. Yeah, he was like the comedy producer on my show. Yeah, he's like brilliantly funny and wonderful. So, mm. yeah, it's not it's not that situation. Does he know me? Um, does, does he care about me? Okay, actually, he like loves you guys. Oh like, my no. god! Okay, wait, okay no. well now Love I'm like stay together. Set, like we listen to so many episodes. Yeah, I love your husband. Get back together. Get back together. Young, never mind. I take back everything I said about young divorcee. I love that husband of yours. Um, just kidding. Just kidding, girl. No, but yeah, we we listen. To many he sounds episodes. really cool, though. He is. Cool. No, he actually is so cool. No, that's yeah. That was that was never like up for. So that, that was never never debated. That was gonna be a next question. Do you think I'll stay like friends, probably? Yeah. Yeah. Of yes. course. Next question. Yes, wow, I actually that's... do think we will. I think also because the way that it has sort of tapered out, it really did become like a good, good friendship. It wasn't like hostile. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like we just like can't like be in the same room without fighting. Like that was not the case. It was actually yeah, that would be of, hot. like a subtle. Yeah, that would be hot. It was a little <laughs> less hot. It was just like a subtle fade. Right. Did you ever do monologues? Did you ever do monologues at Ascot? Yes. I saw that. I saw oh that. Oh my Ascot. god. I saw that. Ascot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
Oh yeah. Wait, the one in in New York? Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 Do yeah, you wear, yeah. do you remember what you were wearing that night? Okay. Um. No. Was it okay. weird? <laughs> um. I think. It, I think. Was it, it a little weird? It was a little like unique. Yeah. I think. It, I loved what it. What was it? I, I loved that. It was like a blazer. I think that was sort of like patchworky and like kind of. Okay. That. Mm, okay. Maybe color. Um. <laughs> Pattern clashingy. I don't think I own anything like that. Okay, okay, okay. But maybe I that's want wrong. that to be something I own. Maybe that's wrong, or maybe I'm thinking of someone else. But no, I think it could have been me. Yeah, I, I, take, don't, I take some risks. I take back what I said about the blazer. I don't. I don't know that that's true. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> I would also love like I, I want Pat to be like in a lineup with like a two way mirror, and it's like all these like I'm like, would you call that a blazer? Would you call that a blazer? <laughs> yeah. I think we might have some interesting answers. <laughs> I know. I probably not he calls a t-shirt a blazer. I, yeah. Well, guys you, love to be like that dress you're wearing, and it's like, babe, this like, is this top. Yeah, yeah it's like this is pants, babe. <laughs> These are juicy, scrunchy, babe. Yeah, yeah, exactly, babe. I'm wearing a scrunchie on my tit for once. Um. Wow. Okay. So you're young, wild, free again. And who do you want to be? What's your dream? You just won an award for your show. I did. Oh my God. Yeah. Congratulations for Ted Lasso. Thank you. Yes. Oh, I need to watch it. We just yeah. want. Did you watch it? Oh, wait. Sorry. You cut out. Did you still watch it? <laughs> I said I need to watch it. I said I need to watch it. I'm like, oh, it's like been like my thing I need to watch. I think my parents watched it and liked it. Yeah, it's, you know, it's so funny because I'm like, I barely know what a sport is. So the fact that I work on a show about soccer is like, it's just really wild to me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I it is it is a really good show. I do think you would really like it. It's kind of just Amazing. like, it's kind of just like delightful. Oh, yeah. I want to write for it. My um, my boyfriend just got in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, all right, Fred. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm available to get paid for that. Okay. I've never written a joke and I don't have good ideas, but I'd love to have a job. But um, yesterday or two days ago, my boyfriend bought a new laptop at the Apple store and the woman selling it was so cute. She was like, do you have Apple TV? It's free. We have a great show with Jason Momoa. And I was like, yes, <laughs> get it. <laughs> so she's, she's using she's plugging your channel Apple Plus at the Mac store. <laughs> Okay, well, that yeah, that actually is like the number one reason people haven't seen it. Like the amount of people who don't have Apple TV is kind of astounding. Like no one, no one really has it, it which I get. I get. Is it? Do I, I not have it? It's hard for me to figure. Tell out. me like, if I, Jamie. Tell me if I have it or not. Okay, <laughs> I, I feel like you do have it. I feel like <laughs> if I were to guess, I feel like you have it. Um, I'm I'm in a situation where finally, 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 after ten years. I finally have a TV in my space that has cable. And so it obviously is like a mm. TV that has a remote that has like, you know, it's crazy these days. Like a, a remote will have a button that says Netflix. And it's like, okay, like, mm -hmm. cool. Like, I know. And Isn't I'm, that weird? Yes. And so like the button it's says not Netflix, right. a button says Hulu, a button says Amazon. But like there's some things like Disney Plus, like there's no button that says that. So I'm like, can I get to that? I have no idea. And then everything is telling me I can get Disney Plus for free. I'm like, I can't because my remote doesn't have that button. And it doesn't have an app, Apple Plus button. So that's another one I don't know if I have or not. This is actually a very good point. I hadn't really thought about how the remotes Look at are this. like the but the button remotes. Yeah. You're not going to believe what you're about to see. Okay, let me see. Okay. Oh, see, mine HBO doesn't, button. Mine does not have an HBO. And this is, is like a PlayStation two years old. button yours has? That's crazy. <laughs> that you... Yeah, I play PlayStation apparently. <laughs> it says view. 
I don't know. PlayStation View. Yeah, my show is coming out. <laughs> you guys, my show is coming out on PlayStation 2 next <laughs> fall. Please buy my show. Please buy PlayStation 2 so you can finally watch my incredible show. That literally is now. They're like, you have to buy this special suitcase and then you can see the show inside yes. of it. It's like, what is happening at this point? Um, yeah, but then it's also, yeah. What is it also? Wait, so who do you want to be, Jamie? Um, who do I want to be? Uh, work-wise... I would just like to write and act in my own show. That's yeah. I feel like that's the that's that's what I would like to do next. Absolutely. To make that happen. Because now it's like I'm writing on a thing and then I'm doing a reality show for Netflix and I'm like, okay, we gotta like I got I wanna get back into like some scripted stuff. I totally, think. yeah. Totally. But I know that's like the lamest answer to only no. answer career stuff when I should be like I want my soul to evolve in no, this God, direction. No, God, that's boring. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Boring. I just, like, took it to work immediately. <laughs> you literally came in and led with, like, your fresh divorce. Like, you've paid your you dues. You are perfect. Like, we can, you we are can talk career now. Yeah. <laughs> I actually can't express to you how, what an amazing guest you've been by just yeah. coming in and saying, I'm separated. I was like, let's fucking go. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Okay, good. I'm um, glad. I, I didn't want to, like, yeah, I didn't want to, like, emotionally take a dump all over this podcast <laughs> do you, oh that's what we love i was like are you in a hostile type space with these horizontal stripes you know what i'm saying i could tell i could tell it wasn't wasn't you, you did know you knew you were like something i knew. I was, yeah i was like she's not at home no it doesn't look homey <laughs> it looks nice though i had an experience where i was almost going to compliment the horizontal stripes right in the beginning and then i had to check in with myself and be like do you like them or did you just notice them and then i as i answered that question with myself i was like now that I see that, you know, I'm watching Criminal Minds right now, so I'm kind of good at uh, figuring You're things out. I'm a detective. And so it's like, as I was thinking about it, I was like, those are not home stripes. That I was like, maybe she's in a hotel then. I was like. Yeah, a hotel or a juice They're bar. hotel. Yeah, it's a little juice bar. It's definitely not full-blown like we work. So I think mm-hmm. that's why it's a little like it's a little confusing to look at because you're just like, what is that space? It's one of my dreams to live in a hotel. Like Tinsley Mortimer. Is it really? Do you know Housewives? Are you Housewives? Like a Chateau Marmont situation? Yeah. Or like, do you you know Tinsley from Housewives? No. That's okay. It's better that you don't. Um, She um, is like old money, like old New York money. And she um, lives in a hotel. Or she lived in a hotel right now because she was on Housewives. And everyone was like, where's the money coming from? Where's the money coming from? And she was like, I have family money. And then um, a a man who... um, owns a coupon book company in Chicago um, did um, famously tell her that if he um, left uh, New York in the show and came to Chicago, he would marry her. So she's like, that's an incredible deal. So she left the show, moved to Chicago, and then it just came out that he was like, I don't want to marry you and I don't have any reason why. I just want you not to be near me anymore. So bye. <laughs> and so now she's like, doesn't know. So now she might be back on the show. But we have, we're not sure yet. Cool. And yeah, cool. And that's why you want to sometimes I like kind of zone out when it's housewives vibes. Yeah. Even though I do when I watch it I'm into it, but I don't it's like it's too daunting at this point to get into it, I fear. That was me with Drag Race, but then I ended up catching up on You did it. And that was me with um do you watch Love Island, Jamie? I have, yeah. It's I, I don't I haven't I, it is very good. I'm surprised that I didn't stick it out. I think it was also during that time in quarantine where I was just kind of like like jumping around from like TV show to TV show, like just watching so much television. I was gonna so, ask, what do you watch? Yeah. What are your watch? What do you, like? What do you reach for? 
Oh, age four. Um, I just started watching like an Elizabeth Smart documentary on Amazon. Um, Ooh, that she, sounds up my alley. Yeah, she she talks about getting kidnapped. Um, so I watched that, and then wait, that's something incredible. Wait, I'm I'm so it sorry. It is kind of great. I don't know who that is. I thought it up. It's humiliating. She okay, was famous so, for like getting kidnapped. Yes, she she's a, a Mormon girl who was kidnapped from her like mansion um, by someone who worked for her parents. And they were these like kind of psycho, like hippie woodland people. And it was like this guy and his wife and they like made her like do all this like weird sex shit in the woods. So crazy. It's dark. Okay, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to yeah. watch it and then I'm going to reach out to you and tell yeah, you what you I should. think. You should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me your thoughts. Give me your thoughts. Oh, do you um, like that kind of stuff? Do you like like true crimey? Um, I feel like I used to like it more. Like even when I was watching mm. this, I was like, I don't, I'm kind of in a place where I, I don't know what I want to watch. I yeah. really don't. Yes, like I, I, I have get a that. really short attention span lately. Yeah, I me honestly too. do think that the quarantine ruined TV for me because I was mm-hmm. watching so much i was just like overdosing on television yeah and i think that all the things that i used to love i overindulged on and in during quarantine and now i hate them like i hate cooking now yeah. because i cooked so much during the quarantine and like same with tv i'm like ugh, mm-hmm. tv like that reminds me of being locked in my house so i'm yeah. sure it'll <laughs> back around where i want to watch tv but right now i'm kind of like I don't know what I want to do. I just want to like go for walks or like maybe try and read something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are certain flavors of La Croix, La Croix, mm-hmm. La Croix that I can't have because I'm like, oh, this was an early quarantine <gasps> flavor for me. Like I can't have peach pear oh. anymore because peach pear oh. was very much April of like 2020. You just reminded me that I had a dream last night that I got platform tan crocs and they looked amazing oh so, that sounds kind of awesome i, I know crocs definitely reach out i'm reading on earth we're briefly gorgeous you know that? everyone loves that i've not read it wait yet. what is it called on earth we're briefly gorgeous i think oh i'm, I'm, I, I'm wait it's gonna it be down. really embarrassing if it's um it's gay um wait yeah on, it's on, on earth, earth we're briefly gorgeous. But anyway, you know when you know we're briefly gorgeous. You you know when you know eventually um, books gonna get sexual and it's like get to that already. I finally absolutely did it happen. Yeah, it happened last night, and I was like, so happy for you. Yeah, Yeah. they you're walking around like, what's that movie? What's that movie? What's that movie with Zoe Deschanel? And they're like, he's like, I got life because I uh, fucked Zoe Deschanel. Five hundred days of summer. You were like that, but with on Earth we're briefly gorgeous. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I mean it's the whole you. You would probably like it, Catherine, because it is. I think I think he's first and foremost a poet, and so like yeah, I've heard it's very beautifully written. Yeah, it feels poemy in a way that sometimes I don't love because I'm like, okay, now I have to read the sentence 19 times to try to fill out, figure out like right. what you're basically telling me. But um, but what was I going to say? It's like just started done with like what's fun about kind of being submissive and like ooh yeah. And it, this it, reminds yeah. me of what I just read a little bit. Melissa Broder's book, Milk Fed. Oh, you guys, I want to. S- no, I've heard that one's great. also very poetic and very horny. And oh, very oh good. I love her. Melissa Broder. She's awesome. I don't know about yeah. her yet. She um, does that yeah. in that Twitter account, Pat, called So Sad Today. And then she has like a book about it. And then she now is a novelist. Does she care about me? I don't think she cares about us, but I would love to meet her. Okay, cool. But there's still time to care about us. On Earth, we're briefly gorgeous after all. Do you want Kay? Not ketamine kits. <laughs> the other, the famous other K. I think so. I it's think hard I've to hit, tell, isn't it? 
it's hard. I think I, I would be fine without, but I do think, um, I think it would be like an adventure if it, again, were with like the right person. Totally. The problem is about saying if you want kids or not, it's always like, yeah, like, unless I don't feel like it in that particular moment, in which case I'll be glad I don't, ha- you know what I mean? Like, right. It's like, how can you know if you will always want to be near a kid? I mean, what are the chances of that? Like one. I trillion? definitely don't. Yeah. Kids are so you don't want kids? Sometimes. No, 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 I do, but I don't want to be near them all the time. No, me neither. I'm, like, going to be, like, Little Miss Night Nurse. Like, (laughs) get her over here because I want to That can be your show. Little Miss Night Nurse. Little Miss Night Nurse. Yeah, I really, I'm, my cousin and his wife um, just had their second baby, and, like, they're super in love and into each other, and they're going on dates, and they're all just, like, they're both just, like, night nurse, like, she just handles it and i'm like That's whatever i need i gotta do that yeah. i gotta figure out how to make that happen i need some more money and then i can have a night nurse yeah i want one for myself <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm like, and then a baby i struggle because it's like you know on the one hand i do really really love kids i really enjoy children but that being said i'm also someone who like needs to do so much stupid shit just to feel like okay like just to like not feel truly psychotic like there's just so many stupid little things I have to do for myself. And then, like, maybe if I'm lucky by, like, the end of the day, I can, like, exist peacefully. So I just I don't know if I can give time to other people quite so liberally as they might want me to. That's my fear as well. I yeah. think my fear is, like, I could see myself being the mom that's like, can somebody else handle this person? <laughs> like, I... <laughs> I'm like, I have I, things that I have to do today. Yeah. I'm like, I need to yeah. pretend to meditate for 12 minutes so I can finally <laughs> feel centered. I essentially, I want to be a dad and I really hope that my partner like wants to be a mom and then we can kind of go do it that way. That's what I think I, I have to have too. I yeah. think that's a great way to put it. Yeah. I one time dad. my dad, one time my dad came home when I was in high school and he said it was no occasion gift night and oh gave me God. a bracelet. And I was like, being a dad is so fun. Oh I'm almost like exhausted. God, She's I like, okay. <laughs> Oh my God, he's the best in the world. world. He's a, he's an angel from heaven. Yeah, I remember you. I've heard you talk about your family, and they just sound like really fun and lovely. Um, we'll all hang out. The best we'll moment of my childhood. Best moment of my childhood. Me and my older brother, who's one year older than me, are watching Doug. We're watching Doug. Love. I love Doug. It's like maybe a Friday night. I love summer. Doug. Friday night in summer. My dad comes in the room, and he's like, "Okay, so we basically have two options." We can keep watching Doug, which, you know, Doug's a great show. This is a great show. I love Doug. <laughs> or, or we could go see the Lion King in theaters. <gasps> and we were like, ah! <laughs> like, Lion King had just come out. We were like, obviously, and we saw Lion King with our cousins and got Taco Bell. It was the best day of my life. Oh, Taco oh Bell. God. Wow. I think our entire podcast is about trying to capture that small joy yeah. of hearing that you could see Lion King in theaters. Because <laughs> yeah. once you get older, that isn't that's not exciting anymore. In fact... You couldn't pay me to watch Lion King in a theater right now. Oh my, <laughs> okay, I, what does it say about me that I still think that's one of the best musicals I've ever seen? <laughs> oh, I, oh, I haven't seen the musical. I thought you meant the movie. No, I, I did not oh, the movie. Sorry. I oh, sorry. You meant the, the movie? I thought you meant the musical because you grew up in Long Island. I was like, no, maybe. The, the musical yes. looks fucking amazing. Oh, yeah, the musical. They come down the aisles like as I, like animals. It's Anyways, crazy. I did yeah. grow up in Long Island, but I did not... Um, I did not see a Broadway show until I was probably in my late, 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 late twenties. Oh, okay. okay. When he saw, say it with me. That play. What's that play you saw? Once on this island. Play? Once on this island. Oh, never mind. What do you think it was? You always. Oh, you always talk about Torch Song. Oh, I saw Torch Song off Broadway with my uh, uncle. 
Oh, sorry. And who was okay. in the audience but Tabitha from Tabitha Salon Takeover and her gorgeous <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> and also, the other person who was in the audience was um, the guy who plays Arvin Sloan in Alias. He, I'm, I'm going to get, I bet, filleted because he's in like a, a lot of other stuff who's like, um, and he's like more famous for other stuff, but I know him as Arvin Sloan from the hit ABC spy drama um, Alias. And I think he's gay. And he plays, um, and he's in the Sally Field show, Brothers and Sisters. What is his name? Arvin Sloan. Oh. Alias was so fucking good. I've never, never seen watched it. it. I feel like people loved it. It was just like. Was Jennifer that Jennifer Garner? Garner? That was like how she yeah. came to be. That was like when she came out and said, I'm here. I'm in a way, like, I'm a spy. Totally. Wait, so Jamie, can you tell us about your show? Or, or Pat, do you have an update? No, no. Allison thinks it might have been Ron Rifkin, which sounds right, but I'm going to. Um, Whatever. It doesn't matter who was Arvin Sloan. It doesn't matter who was Arvin Sloan. <laughs> um, sorry. Jamie, tell us about your fucking show for once. Tell all 30 of our listeners about your amazing program that comes okay. out when? Soon, right? Uh, April 7th. is. When this is very exciting. People are going to go nuts for this. this I very hope exciting. so. I, I yeah. Oh, well, thank you for saying that. I, um, yeah, I basically just felt, well, I wrote a book about getting married. I wrote a book called Ridiculous um, that I was writing while I was while I was planning my wedding. So it's kind of like a diary of like what a shit show experience it was. <laughs> and then I thought it would be fun. I think like, I don't know. I always loved wedding shows. I always loved like Say Us the Dress and Four Weddings and all those shows. I love but Four I Weddings did, so much. It's so good. It's, it is so I've never seen good. it. The editors are so crazy. Like what they have the women do for like the <laughs> interstitials where they like, are like throwing, they'll have them all like oh, throw yeah. their bouquets and be like, <laughs> Like it's insane what they have those women do. It's what so channel is that on? TLC. I, yeah, I, I feel like that's a TLC show. We buy. Um, I never watch it live, but we, me and Angela, when we, it's like a very specific mood that we're in when it's time for four weddings, where it's like we want to watch something, but we don't want to feel beholden to pay any, any attention. But like, and it's just, it's like four brides go to each other's weddings, and it's just. It's so good. It was one time. And then they like rate them. And then they pick like who had the best wedding. Yes. Yeah. It's incred. It's incred. Okay. I got to check it out. I'm looking it up. Um, Okay. So I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Oh, no. I was just saying like, I love those shows, but I also felt like no one was doing like a comedy wedding show. And I just feel like that, that can, I don't know. I just was like, oh, it would be really fun to have like a reality show that actually did have like. A comedy bent to it if you will mm-hmm. um so yeah and then i was like oh what if there was like queer eye but for weddings and then i kind of like just like sorry to use this word married those two ideas <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> and then actually the way it came about was that um an executive at netflix's wife is now wife then fiance was reading my book and then he reached out and was like do you want to pitch a show about this book and oh i was like god. oh my god that's the dream ideas and then he was like no rush just like think about it and then bring something in so then i did that and now yeah every episode we help a different couple and it's me and a different comedian each episode oh my god that's that so is fun. and they're my they're called my plus one because yes i feel, I feel like uh, i always wanted I always wanted like at weddings, you know, it's like, oh, well, you can only bring someone if like they're like your lover or whatever. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I was like, I just want to like bring friends to weddings. So I'm not alone. Yes. Totally. Yeah. Um, what do you oh think God, is I can't the wait to see rule it. like when you should get a plus one? Like where, where does the line get drawn for that specific thing? 
I I personally think like you kind of have to just make a decision of like, do you want to give out plus ones or would you rather not? Because like, obviously if someone's married, they should be able to bring their spouse and everything. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know. I think if you can swing a plus one across the board, like just, especially for your like B and C list guests who don't know anyone, it's such a kind thing to do. Totes. Yeah. If you can make it happen. happen. Yeah. I went to one where I couldn't, I wasn't allowed to bring you. I didn't know anyone. I was like, why am I here? Like, literally, why I am I know. here? I know. I've been to those, too. That's why I feel yeah. that way. It's just oh, like, I mean, I guess you can, like, kind of, like, make the rounds. But I feel like what ends up happening then, if you're at a wedding by yourself, you just end up eating a lot. Yeah. And then a lot of times, they yeah. don't even give you enough food. So then you're just, like, starving and bored. It's almost like oh. you can't win because it's like, and again, I'll, we'll talk about the food of the cocktail hour. It's kind of like, especially because I don't drink. So it's like, where is me uh the paul with the meat tray and like prime rib paul prime rib paul, <laughs> prime rib paul. And, and um and it's either like i'll eat so much that it's like okay i'm going into this wedding already literally so full that i can pop or it's like hard to get food at the cocktail hour and then it's like you're so hungry that when finally they they and then for some reason at they give you a like, piece of salmon yeah they're even always though the little... meals are good they're not like they're not what you want when you're hungry you know what i mean like Oh, everyone's yeah. digressing nodding their head. They're like, yes, everyone's head is falling off because they're not so hard at me. Well, there's there's also there's some some um like appetizers specifically where you're like, this is only something that would you would find at a wedding. Like totally. I remember at our wedding, I wanted to put out food at the beginning of the wedding, like honestly when people mm-hmm. were coming in, because I know, especially like for me, I've always like been getting ready up until the second I had to like leave to go to the person's wedding. So I get there and I'm like fucking starving and exhausted. And um, so I put out, we were like, can we put out food for when people arrive? And they were like, yeah, um, typically what we do is we put out iced coffee. And I was like, okay, I love that. And yeah, then that's incredible. We like, and, and then we put out something called strawberry bruschetta. And I'm like, that is the most <laughs> bullshit sounding <laughs> food. What does that even mean? And they're like, it's like little like canapes with like little diced strawberries. I'm like, okay, that's not even what a bruschetta is. Like a bruschetta is toast with tomato like it wasn't even accurately the thing they were saying it was so yeah it was just like i think wedding food is like kind of crazy (laughs) yeah tayo yotes um wait is your show all in the can as they say yeah yeah that must feel so good yeah it does feel good it comes out april 7th oh my god that's literally tomorrow so if y'all are listening go watch her show asap wait what's it called again the wedding coach there we fucking go. Go watch The Wedding Coach on Netflix. Ever heard of it? It has its own button on the freaking remote on April 7th, y'all. When I talk about weddings, I start getting Southern again. <laughs> so, okay. Do we crush of the week? Anyone have a crush of the week? That's a really good question. I mean, obviously, Let me my, think. my question is, my answer is going to be a three-way tie between... Um, Morgan Reed and um, Gideon from criminal minds those three men come together okay okay they're all so different and they're all so touching in such different ways which is so cool that my yeah yeah yeah. 
my crush of the week is my friend Carrie's puppy Ruby, who sat on my lap while we had dinner last night, and she was—I didn't even mind that she was farting literally nonstop, but she was so cute. I know, I'm sorry, but she was so cute. I didn't even care. She was—it's so funny to watch a dog like they don't know what they're doing, and her face is looking so cute, and it just smells like absolute shit. But you just love her anyway. <laughs> well, we have to address Catherine what happened to us on Hudson Street, which was when we're sitting outside, and um, a person walked by with their oh, dog, and yeah. you were like, "Can we pet the like?" He the dog came over to say hi, but. At a certain point, like, I wasn't the one who asked for the dog to come I was over. like, can we pet the dog? But then... The dog got obsessed with jumping on my backpack and biting my hand, like, in a way where I was like, not, it wasn't hurt. I was like, oh, fine. <laughs> like, oh, so fun. He's so cool. Like, you know, and then you have to look at the guy in their eyes and like, that's so cool. Your dog is so cool. <laughs> and then he wouldn't, like, call off... I mean, to use a term, he wouldn't call off his dogs. And so it just, like, was on me for too long. And, like, it, he wasn't even Oof. talking to us. He was just standing there watching it. And I was like... I guess he thinks I like this, but then like it was so weird. I was like, okay, we're do- we're kind of done with your dog right now. <laughs> yeah. Like we're still eating at the table. It was a moment where you had like, to be like, okay, like I don't want that. You, I, I've had enough. It was an exceptionally cute dog. Wait, you just ran into my other crush of the week, Jamie. Have you ever had? And I learned about this from Sarah Jessica Parker's Grub Street Diet, the spicy tuna sandwich from Joe and the Juice. Oh my god, that sounds so good right now. It's crazy. I've never you had order it. it. That sounds very up my alley. You can get it delivered. It's so fucking good. Oh my god. Okay, spicy too. Okay, I love that. It's, okay, it's like it's unlike anything I've ever had. Oh, that's yeah. I love spicy. It's tuna. like this crispy bread. Oh my god, it's so good. <gasps> okay. Wow. Okay. Go um, for it. My crush of the week is also food. Um, it's <laughs> yeah. I I kind of just discovered Westside Market, which I do shop there at all. I, I do. I just went there. It's it's exquisite. It's exquisite. It's just one of these places in New York that just like has everything you could ever think of. And mm-hmm. it also carries a lot of like weird like European chocolates and like totally. yeah. you're just like, where do you get all this stuff? But anyways, I got very into their roasted vegetables there and then I bought a bottle of squeezable tahini. So I've been oh, squeezing wow. tahini on the vegetables and it's pretty delicious. That sounds really good. But can I ask, what do you mean roasted vegetables? Like, are they in the cold section? Or yeah, in, in the, the cold section, then you heat them up. So I got uh, I got Brussels sprouts and mushrooms and um, these like harissa carrots. Is it the kind of thing where you have to ask behind the counter? No, like, I'll have some of those. It's, all, there are it's just, all just oh. out in its own little container. I love you, that. You just buy it and heat it up, and yeah, oh, so I just like throw so them all good. in a bowl and add tahini, and yeah, that's incredible. Really, um, no, I want that. Really, really yummy. What was it? It's just- great. Oh, you know what they're doing these days? You, hmm. What your tahini made me think of it? They're doing sour cream in, in like bags, kind of like how a Capri Sun is at stores. And then you squeeze it out. And that's how they're selling the sour cream these days. Oh. I know it because my boyfriend's sister made tacos for us one time with it. So they, they have the release oh. of that in Rhode Island. And it was kind of like, yeah, okay. can you pass the bagged sour cream? <laughs> <laughs> for once for once um do you guys feel hot today no but it's okay because i'm going to the gym i do feel hot today i don't know good why. you look hot i don't know why, don't know why. yeah so and so um introduced me to this french barber uh who is very good and i support everyone going to that person but i um you know he's in carroll gardens which is where angela used to live which is how he knows him and he does a good job, but like I, the other day was like I just didn't feel like going to Carroll Gardens, so I went. To, Bit of a trek. I went in Williamsburg and got my hair cut, and um, uh-huh. I just like it better. And Angela, Angela keeps saying he doesn't. It's not good, but um, I do like <laughs> it, which is so cool of me to kind of have my own opinion. And so I want to go there from now on. Cool. Um, Jamie, I, do you feel you have a perfect haircut? 
Okay, thanks. I have bangs and I feel like they're just a constant struggle in my life. But um, I don't feel that hot because I ran out of my cleanser that I use and I started using this other one and I'm like kind of breaking out and it's pissing me off. But um, what cleanser do you like? I love the I don't know how you say it. Is it Avene? It's A-V-E-N-E. Um, oh, you can I don't just know. buy it at Dwayne Reed. It's like a French brand that you can buy at Dwayne Reed. Hey, you're literally sponsored. You're sponsored by Dwayne Reed. I am. Have yeah. I yes. I, like, oh I'm my a- god! Yes, my second time mentioning <laughs> it. I was like, wait, when did I say? Oh yeah. The last time was for all like your an, happy um, moments. It was more of like a pathos appeal to the shelter. Yes. I was like, when you're at yes. Dwayne Reed, you're free. Nothing can get yes. you. Yes. And now it's like, but they have what you need. They do. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Just it's like some like milky sort of just like whatever. Very unharsh cleanser and yeah it just doesn't break me out and then this i switch to another one that's not harsh and i'm just breaking out regardless which is annoying mm. i'm getting very harsh um crow's feet which i can't tell if i care about like i think that's hot they're yeah. so hot on guys i do yeah. think so too i think only- and me and girls and girls <laughs> i um you know i, I don't post- know what i have oh, I, I definitely have them i've had them like for so long that i don't even think about it anymore everyone's but- getting boat Everyone that I know I like gets, gets I'm, Botox. I'm actually really um, against um. In, uh, I don't know what I feel. I need to like go to the gym. I'm pretty first. against <laughs> any facial surgery or like and even or injectables for some reason. For uh, for me, just because like for me, like I I know I would go crazy with it. Like so, I'm like I better stay away from that. No, people yeah. get like very into it, and then also they a look lot of different. Like especially in LA, there I went to a dermatologist. I went there just for acne, and she was like have you ever thought about mm. getting and i was like okay the fact that like you're bringing it up feels weird yeah yeah like that, that feels like a conversation i should start totally yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah you got to be careful um someone I commented on um when i posted the screen grab of in search party did i ever talk about this on the podcast i posted a screen grab when uh of like my character in search party for that one episode and i like uh-huh. uh whatever and i was like, supposed to be playing like this younger person even and I just posted a regular picker and someone commented like because it was before the episode aired so they didn't know what my character was like oh my god this aging makeup they used is crazy and like they I was like I'm actually supposed to be playing younger they didn't age me at all that's kind of (laughs) that's even their kind of concerted effort to make me look younger even than I was that's crazy (laughs) so I shout out to that person they were not trying to be shady they were trying to be nice but um they did reveal that they think I'm an incredibly old human being to quote myself I don't know what people want (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, wait are you guys mad at me absolutely not not at all not really even, not even really? a little really are you guys mad at me not even a tiny no. seeing okay. you this week was heaven on earth medicine medicine jamie jamie also yes also medicine for me as well <laughs> <laughs> it's medicine <laughs> pat your medicine um wait jamie are you ask us now <laughs> oh yeah, are you mad at me? Sorry, are you mad? No, at me? absolutely not. This was a literal heaven. I'm so glad. To find it was you. bliss. I, it was bliss. Just such an easy episode, which you have no idea. I know that's you have no idea. And you're so funny, and I'm so glad that. You and I'm so glad you're in New York, and we can all hang out. Yes. Oh, I would really, really love that when the time Please, comes. Let's We're do n- that. I'll see you at Westside Market. We'll get roasted oh, veggies. Yes, <laughs> squeeze, squeezy tahini. That sounds good. Um, okay, thank you so much for doing our pod. We adore you. So you. Much for you're having so me. funny. And so everyone fun. watch The Wedding Coach on Netflix April 7th. Which it's is this so week good. if you're listening. Unless you hacked into our producer's server and you're listening to it early. Unless you hacked to the mainframe. I am watching a documentary about QAnon after all. All right. Wait, what talk is that? Wait, tell it's me good. Talk it's what on is HBO it? Max. Okay, I'm going to watch that. We'll, we'll, re- we'll talk about that and we'll talk about um, Elizabeth Smart. What was the other thing? 
Elizabeth Smart. Yeah. Elizabeth Smart. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So we, at our next meeting. I thank you for listening all. Ad- court, I'm going to start ending the podcast by saying court is adjourned. Okay, court is adjourned. Court is adjourned. <laughs> thank you so much, Jamie. Seek treatment.